And all of a sudden, you're doing it every day. It becomes just what you do. Not having integrity is now your way of life. Welcome to Insert Human. This is a show that is not for everyone. It's for seekers, people like you, hopefully, who are searching for solutions to your problems, the world's problems, and everything in between. The conversations to come are going to show you how finding the truth of our humanity is the magic key to solving pretty much anything. Between my monologues, my dialogues with brilliant guests, and your good questions, you're going to learn how to insert human into everything, and in doing so, realize a better life and one day a better world. Hi, this is Get Your IQ Score here. All right, so the title of this so low implies that you can get your IQ score here and you sort of can get it here, but really what you're going to get more is an examination of what this IQ thing means. And it's not IQ as intelligence quotient. It's actually IQ as an integrity quotient. And I've been thinking a lot about the topic of integrity lately for, I think, hopefully obvious reasons. And I'm really beginning to believe that our country's collective IQ is on the back nine of one of our ex-presidents, perfectly green, perfectly quaffed, environmentally sapping golf courses, and that we're all heading back to the clubhouse after one too many integrity sapping mulligans and maybe a few too many gimmies. We've penciled in a false score that claims we're winners when in fact too many of us are actually losers. And we're losers because we're opting to bend the rules, to ignore our values, to live our lives like only our lives matter. Our country's IQ, integrity quotient, may in fact be in danger. But it prompts the question, well, what is integrity anyway and who should care really? And unlike its siblings, ethics and morality, integrity is a noun that interestingly can't be turned into an adjective which in a way underscores just how hard it is to have it. As to what integrity means, I'm not going to quote Merriam-Webster here. I'm going to make up my own definition, which arguably suggests I lack integrity, which I can't really argue with. But here it goes. To have integrity is to always be honest, to always do right by others, to say we're sorry when we make a mistake, to always obey our laws, and to always act in alignment with our values as a species, a nation, a community, and a family. To have integrity is always to do and say what is right as defined by what is best for the most people. But wait. There's a view out there that the definition of integrity varies by country or community, that the rules of what is right are determined by a nation's specific code of law and its cultural and maybe even religious norms. That what integrity means actually depends. So integrity in the United States is extracted out of the Constitution and a bit of Christianity. And in Japan, in contrast, integrity is possibly derived from some mashup of the samurai's Bushido and Shintoism. But wait, what if we took this all up a level and just applied the golden rule? Do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. Does anybody want to be lied to? It seems like it could apply universally, right? Regardless of the definition of integrity, I think the real key is the idea of always. For I'm not sure you can have integrity intermittently. If I tell the truth today, but bend it tomorrow, do I have integrity? If I text while I'm driving, do I have integrity? If I intentionally omit something to a loved one, do I have integrity? 
my sense is no, not really. I don't. And you don't. And that it's all a slippery slope, not dissimilar from falling to the dangers of addiction. First, you have one, maybe on a weekend, and it feels really good. And then you have another and another. And all of a sudden, you're doing it every day. It becomes just what you do. Not having integrity is now your way of life. Well, that seems a little melodramatic. And again, why does any of this matter anyway? What's a little white lie or mini omission here or there? We're not really hurting anybody. Well, that may seem true in the moment, but it's not. The fact is, examples abound. One is automobile fatalities being up 10% in the last year alone due to people using mobile apps behind the wheel, which suggests that the loss of integrity can result in very real loss. And by the way, I, I fact-checked that. And that loss is profound as associated with the leadership of America over the last four years and even continuing forward. Each and every day, our past president and his posse, both in and outside the government, presented a shining example of what it means to not have integrity. They committed ideological crimes and misdemeanors of breaking rules, trashing our values, ignoring our principles, twisting truths, and walking away from even the tiniest amount of culpability and contrition. They were perfect role models for our children in terms of how not to be human, how not to be leaders, how not to be good and kind, how not to have integrity. Their actions, their lack of integrity, I believe, will have real and dire consequences for millions of Americans tomorrow and decades from now. I keep trying to find a word that captures the exact opposite of having integrity. And the only one I can come up with is selfish. And I'm thinking maybe that is the root of all this. The people who text behind the wheel value their need to do that more than they value the safety of the people in the cars around them. The inability of our two political parties to work together reveals that one or both sides value their party and its biases more than they value the task of solving our nation's problems together. Our unwillingness to pick up trash off the street to help a homeless person to step in when somebody is doing wrong to someone else is all about being selfish. Consciously or not, we are choosing us over them or it. In some cases, the selfish are pathological. They are born to lie to spin, to tell tales they want to tell because it feeds their narcissism and their need for some sort of twisted superiority. Sound familiar? In other cases, in fact, many cases, selfishness and the loss of integrity are a function of the fear cord being pulled. What appears to be a lack of integrity is really just a manifestation of fear. We don't tell our loved one the truth. We don't stop to help the person whose car is broken down on the side of the road. And we don't call our congressman's office to complain because we are afraid. We are afraid of being hurt. We are afraid of being embarrassed. We are afraid of being exposed in some way. And that makes me think we need to go back to my definition of integrity and insert the word courage. What if it was something more like this? To have integrity is to have the courage to always be honest, to always do right by others, to say we're sorry when we make a mistake, to always obey our laws and to always act in alignment with our values as a species, a nation, a community, and a family. To have integrity is to be brave, to always do and say what is right as defined by what is best for the most people. So now the question becomes, how courageous can we all be? And then maybe the IQ thing should be replaced with the CQ, the courage quotient. Maybe all of this is less about integrity and more about the courage to do the right thing 
consistently. Courage to stand by our principles, to risk the loss of our power, the loss of our jobs, our livelihood, the loss of our ability to satisfy our ego and all of its incessant needs for validation and meanness. Courage is the requisite enabler of integrity. Where in God's name do we find that? Perhaps we find it in the calculus of outcome versus effort. We find the courage to do the right thing when we accept that the outcome of the right thing is more important than what we get out of it personally. We pick courage over fear, not because we are fundamentally braver than other people, but because we choose courage over fear as the right thing to do in order to do the right thing. It's our choice and the choice of our leaders to pick courage and to step forward each and every day to never waver in our responsibility to live by the rules, values, and principles that define what has always made this country great. It's our choice to save our IQ by increasing our CQ, by replacing the selfish with the selfless in order to help all those in need and to help our country heal. Courage is our choice, and it may ultimately be the only choice that matters. I was going to end this right then and there, but I decided I needed to fulfill my obligation to test your IQ. So here we go. The math goes something like this. The highest possible score is 100 points. So in the next 24 hours, I want you to observe your decisions and actions and words and score yourself accordingly as follows. Deduct 20 points from your 100 if you are at any point in time selfish. Deduct 10 points for every lie, white or otherwise, told. Deduct 10 points for looking at your phone while driving. It's okay to speed a little bit. Deduct five points for every omission. Deduct three for every deserved apology not made or accepted. Deduct one for not helping someone in need. Deduct another one for not picking up a piece of trash on the street that you really should have picked up. How did you do? How did we do? I go back to the beginning. Our ability to move this country forward is not a function of them, whoever the administration is and whoever runs the GOP or the Democratic Party. I believe our ability to move this country forward is on the back of us and the choices we make and particularly the courage we have to hold up integrity as our purpose and our means to being America. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening today. If you're in search of more opportunities to realize positive change in your life or work, and you find what I have to say helpful, you can always subscribe to my show, check out one of my new salons that are weekly virtual gatherings of like-minded folks. You can read some of my writings or just listen to one of the talks that I've given around the world over the last couple of years. And you can do it all at chriscolbert.com. While you're there, make sure to sign up for my ongoing email updates. When you do, you'll receive a free copy of the first chapter of my about-to-be-published book, Technology is Dead. Again, it's all available at chriscolbert.com. Thanks again for listening today, and I look forward to connecting more in the days ahead.